Hey, York Alliance, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Friday, November 20th. We have made it to the end of what has been a crazy week in lots of ways. I hope you're doing well. It's going to be a beautiful day today, and so I hope you take advantage of the fact that we can be outside where there's a lot of airflow and it's much safer, and uh, we take advantage of that while we have that opportunity Uh, The COVID numbers are continuing to rise, of course, and uh, at York Alliance, we're continuing to take every precaution that we can to do our best to provide safe meeting spaces. We recognize that there uh, may be a point in time where we can no longer do that, but um, we we think that we're able to continue to do that as of right now. Um, We're already masked on the weekends. We're adding masks to all indoor meetings uh, during the week as well. Uh, Those have been optional uh, for small groups, at least up until now, but we'll be masked for indoor gatherings. Um, And uh, we believe that we're doing the best we can with our indoor space. So I just want to encourage you. Come if you should. We are uh, gathering on Saturday night, 5.30 and 7.30, on Sunday morning, 8.30 and 10.30. That keeps us spread out, um, and uh, we want to keep those gatherings as safe as we can. But if you are high risk or you feel that it's just not wise for you to be out, uh, we would uh, enthusiastically encourage you to tune in via live stream. Uh, We're going to continue to monitor the situation um, and uh, just continue to pray that God would uh, have, that his will would be done in the midst of all of this. So it's been a tough week from a COVID perspective. It's been a tough week from a subject matter perspective as well. For those of you who uh, tune into this daily podcast, uh, the idea of us being exiles, of us being much more of a minority presence within our country and within the culture around us is uh, difficult to get our heads around. Uh, But as uh, many of us have started to process that, it makes so much of the what's happening in the world around us make so much more sense. And so I I wanna look at um, what is maybe my favorite portion of the letter to the exiles. Uh, It's in verse seven of Jeremiah 29. We've looked, uh, we looked yesterday at some of the the verb admonitions, the uh, do this, do this, do this, things. And the last one of those is in verse 7, God speaking to the exiled Israelites in the midst of a very pagan, uh, very idolatrous culture. And he, he says this, seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare, you will find your welfare. Some English translations will translate that word welfare, peace. Um, the, the Hebrew word is shalom, and many of you have heard me speak about shalom in the past. That's not just a peace, meaning an absence of conflict, or a welfare, meaning uh, added benefit. It's a restoration of harmony and real relationship between God, between one another, between the world around us. Uh, When we pray for the shalom of our community, it's not based on the goodness of our community, it's not based on the worth of our community, but it's based on the heart of God, the desire of God to see relationship restored. And there's a very clear admonition. We need to seek the peace of the city and we need to pray to the Lord on its behalf. Uh, and, And that means this, we're not called to be peacekeepers, but we're called to be peacemakers. 
We're called to be people who, with intentionality, step into the work of uh, of the, being the vehicles where relationship can be restored and harmony can be seen. Real relationship can happen, and, and that starts with prayer. That's what uh, that's, that's what God says through Jeremiah. Pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in the welfare of your city, the, the shalom of your city, you will find your own shalom. When the city is at peace, you also will be at peace. And so we, we need to be people who are in prayer. And so that means that in Paul's words, we are led by the Spirit. Uh, that um, as we're led by the Spirit, as Paul says in Romans 8, 14 and 15, we are sons and daughters of his. And so what that means is that God is desiring to speak his word to us, to guide us, to lead us. We're sons and daughters. We're not those who are uh, trying to uh, to find the, the mysterious key to unlock the mysteries of the universe. We're not those who are trying to uncover the hidden will of God. God, as our gracious father, desires to reveal himself to us. He desires to do that. And so we simply have to settle down enough, to be quiet enough, to rest enough, to hear. We love in Jeremiah 29 to quote verse 11. You've probably got it memorized. You've heard it probably dozens of times, whether you're a longtime follower of Jesus or whether you're relatively new to faith, whether you're just checking out these podcasts, you probably know this verse, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. What a wonderful promise. But what very rarely gets quoted um, is verse 10 that comes before verse 11. Let me read it. For you. For thus says the Lord, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. So, and it continues on. We miss verse 10, which says, it's going to be 70 years. Yes, of course God knows the plans he has for us. Yes, we're sons and daughters. Yes, God desires to reveal his heart to us but it takes time. There's a process. God is, is, is doing his work, redeeming all of the evil and brokenness of our world. He is working on our behalves. And so we need to commit to the long term. That's how we're going to hear his voice. That's how we're going to be peacemakers and not just peacekeepers. And as exiles, as those who are seeking the Lord in the midst of a world that is moving in so many ways another direction. We need to be committed to the long haul. We need to be those who are saying steadily, step by step, day after day, moment by moment, I'm going to choose faithfulness. I'm going to choose love, mercy, grace. I am going to reflect the love of Jesus for the world around me, moment by moment, day by day. And so we come into a weekend. We come into what is hopefully for many of you and for me as well, an opportunity to Sabbath, to stop, to pause, to collect our thoughts, to place ourselves intentionally before the Lord and commit 
to a new week, to be filled up again by him, to remember our need for the gospel, to remember our need for his work on our behalf, to remember that we're invited into something powerful and profound. But we need to slow down, wait, be committed to the long haul, and step into it. And so, brothers and sisters, I want to invite you to a holy and rest-filled Sabbath this weekend. I would love to see you if you are physically able and should be out. But if I can't, I recognize that God has placed our lives together and we are together journeying towards him. And so I pray that you would receive from him his grace and his peace his love and mercy toward you, that it would not just rest upon you and not just dwell within you, that he would indeed dwell within you and transform you, but that he would also flow from you. As you and I have opportunities, whether it be at the grocery store, down the street with the neighbors, or outside for a walk on this beautiful day, may the grace and peace of Jesus flow from us very naturally that we would reflect the beauty and the glory of God. Have a great weekend. I'll look forward to being back with you again on Monday, and I hope to see you either Saturday night or Sunday. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon.